Hello, everyone. My name is Kate, and you're listening to Artwise. Hello, everyone. I am so excited for this episode because it is the three-year anniversary of ArtWise. Technically, on Thursday, it will be the three-year anniversary of ArtWise, but this was the closest Tuesday to that Thursday, so this episode is going to be all about celebrating the last three years since me and Diane started ArtWise. Obviously, if you've been here the whole time, you know that Diane isn't my co-host anymore, but I still wanted to celebrate and look back and also reshare our first episode of ArtWise, which also is our most popular episode, which I think every podcaster will tell you their very first episode and maybe their second episode are usually the ones that are the most popular. But I wanted to just share that episode since it was the very first one we've ever made and just look back at how far we've come in the last three years. I also wanted to talk a little bit about our analytics and just how much growth that we've had over the last three years. Honestly, I am completely stunned by just how much ArtWise has grown. I knew that I was just doing this for fun and if somebody found it and you know it helped them grow as an artist and learn as an artist then you know that's great but when we started Artwise when I started Artwise with Diane we never really made it to reach as many people as it's reached we just kind of started it because we wanted to you know fill up our time this was like during peak of you know the covid-19 pandemic and we were all stuck inside with nothing to do and i you know just wanted to keep it going and i have and i'm so grateful for that so before i share our very first episode with you guys and we start listening to that i did want to go over some of our analytics and some of the growth that we've had. I have not seen, because it is still August, I have not yet seen our Spotify Rewind for podcasters, but that is a thing uh, that's coming up. And if you're interested in seeing that for this year, I can go ahead and share that on our Instagram account at Artwise Podcast at some point. But um, that, I think, doesn't come out until November. So it'll be a few months, but I do have the ones from last year in addition to our analytics pulled up and I'm just like blown away, guys. We have such a a much bigger audience than I ever could have imagined. Uh, If you were curious, the majority of you guys are ages 23 to 27. And then we also have a pretty big percentage of you guys in the age group 28 to 34, Most of our listeners are women. We only have about one in four of you are men. And then, of course, we have 7% non-binary, which is honestly incredibly impressive, in my opinion, like very inclusive, inclusive podcast. Um, And most of you guys listen on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Vast majority of you listen on Apple Podcasts, about 51%, and then about 30 from Spotify. And then the rest are all from other odds and ends in other places. 
Um, majority of our listeners are from the United States, about 75%. And the rest of you guys are really spread out. Our top two after the United States are Canada and the UK, but we also have a lot of listeners in Germany, Sweden, Australia, Singapore, Mexico, India, Norway, Algeria, France, Saudi Arabia, Denmark, the Netherlands, Poland, the Czech Republic, Portugal, Ireland, Brazil, Hungary, the Philippines, Finland, Spain, Belgium, South Africa, Turkey, Colombia. Oh my gosh, this list is longer than I thought it was. Switzerland, Italy, Israel, Russia, Japan, the Ukraine, New Zealand, Chile, Costa Rica, Pakistan, Malaysia. This list is never ending. Oh my goodness. Morocco, Iran, Romania, Iraq, Vietnam, Indonesia, Puerto Rico, Cambodia, Egypt, Nepal, Greece. Hong Kong, Mongolia, El Salvador, Fiji, Thailand, Lativa, and wow, there's so more. It, like, it isn't even showing me them all, but we have people who listen from all over the world. It's incredible. I, I couldn't even... I couldn't even imagine it. It's insane. There are hundreds of you guys who listen to these episodes every week, and I just... I couldn't be more grateful and I wanted to say thank you. So in honor of Artwise's third birthday, I just wanted to say thanks to all of you from all around the world. I'll let you guys know how much I appreciate you as well as let you know, I know this episode is not video. I know that's not normal for us right now. We started doing video recently, but because I wanted to share our first ever Artwise episode, I felt like that episode doesn't have video. So this episode is just, it's a little special. And also, as a at the time of me recording this, it is August 28th, 2023. It will come out tomorrow on August 29th, 2023. I will actually be evacuating for <laughs> Hurricane Idalia. Those of you who've been listening to this podcast for the past three years know that I have been uh, living in Florida my entire life. And so, you know, I'm used to these hurricanes. I'm kind of desensitized to them. We do this every year, but I do still live in a shed and I want me and my cat knives to be safe. So we are going to go stay with some family. So that's why this episode couldn't, you know, be a little bit longer and a little bit more special because I'm kind of in the throes of just very, oh my goodness, all my words blurred together, very chaotic life events. But I, just felt like it was important to do this little intro and talk about the last three years making ArtWise and just let you guys know how much I care about you and how much I appreciate all of your support. It means the world to me. I, I couldn't have dreamt up this, this conclusion of season three in a million years, which season three is not being concluded right away. But uh, I do want to let you guys know as well that the 100th episode of ArtWise will mark the end of season three. And, you know, I may come back for a few cameos, especially if something important happens in the art world. Obviously, you know, there might be a few bonus episodes in between now and the start of season four. But uh, I have, I'm super busy. I have a ton of things going on. And so the last two episodes of season three will be next week. And then the week after episode 100 will be the ArtWise season three finale. 
And I'm so excited for you guys to hear that season three finale. I really saved the best episode of ArtWise that I think I have ever recorded for last. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. I don't want to spoil too much, but just trust me when I say it's a really good one. So after that episode 100, you probably won't hear from me, at least on this platform, for a little while. So if you do want to keep up with me, uh, I'm super friendly. You can message me anywhere. You can message me on the ArtWise Discord server. It is still up. It's still open. It's still available to join for free. You can message me and DM me on Instagram. We have the ArtWise Podcast account on Instagram, which is at ArtWise Podcast. In addition to my personal Instagram account, which I always post every single day on my personal Instagram account. Well, not my pers- it's not my personal account. It's my business account, but you know, my personal account's private. But I digress. My my business account on Instagram is at Kate Merriman Art, and I'm also at Kate Merriman Art on pretty much every single platform available. So if you're missing me real bad or you want to say hi or you want to tell me how long you've been listening to ArtWise Podcast for, just let me know. Let me know any there. I will answer every single person who DMs me. I always, always, always do. Um, So without further ado, I do want to play for you guys the very, very first episode of ArtWise so that you can, you know, hear the difference in quality. Obviously, now most of our episodes that are coming out, you know, now and recently are actually video episodes and for some reason this one isn't like I said it's because the first episode isn't video so I didn't want to it's a whole thing but anyway without further ado I want to play Artwise episode one that was posted three years ago on Artwise's birthday on August 31st 2020. Hey everybody, I'm Diane. And I'm Kate. Welcome to the ArtWise Podcast. Yeah, so I actually did like a ton of, of research for this. I already knew like a lot about Picasso beforehand, but I wanted to I wanted to be able to have the receipts you know because I, I, I feel like a lot of people don't believe me because uh whenever people talk to me about Picasso like I'll be drawn right I'll be minding my own business and I'll be literally drawing people will be like oh my god did you draw that and I'll be like <laughs> literally drawing it and I'd be like yeah why and they'll be like oh my gosh you're like the next Picasso and then I just <laughs> and I just like I'm like do you even know who he is do you know what kind of man this guy is and people are just like he drew stuff right and it's like uh okay no sure whatever um I feel like a lot of people don't know about like the intimate details of his life they just know Oh yeah, cubism. Uh, he painted. He was a guy, and it's like, well, yeah, but there's there's a lot more to him. Um, so, I I also kind of wanted to bring up, uh, should we like separate the art from the artist? Because I, I'm gonna just come out and say it. Uh, he was not a very uh, savory character. <laughs> uh, this man. He had a lot of um, like. 
at the time, I don't think that people cared because obviously he still did really well with his art and everything. And not a lot of people really cared about him like that. But Mm -hmm. he definitely did some things that I'm like, oh, my gosh, no one said anything about that. Like, (laughs) um, So, yeah, um, I'm just going to like what how do you feel about separating the art from the artist before I get into Picasso and like his life? Because I I actually I wrote up an entire timeline of literally everything he did from birth till death. So, oh, my God, before I get. (laughs) Yeah, I have a he. he makes me see red a little bit. I don't oh, like man. Picasso. Well, because like I'm sick of as like an artist getting compared to him. I'm sure you have too. At some point, somebody's been like, "Oh, you're like a Picasso. You paint." <laughs> it's like, no, it's not okay. But how do you how do you feel about separating the art from the artist? Like your personal opinion? Because I've I've heard people say uh, we absolutely should separate the art from the artist. Um, Hmm. I, for the record, I don't know much about Picasso, just to put that out there. Um, Well, that's good, because that's who this is for. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people don't know about him. Yeah. Um, But if you don't, you're you're about to know. (laughs) So (laughs) educate you. (laughs) Um, But as for separating the art from the artist, um, I don't, I mean... I don't necessarily think we should. I think art and, like, as an artist myself, I feel like art is part of my, like, identity. When I make something, it's, like, an extension of myself. So I think we should kind of look at it like that, you know? Yeah, I I feel the exact same way. So personally for me, when I make something, especially if it's personal art and it's not Mm -hmm. something that I'm doing for work for my, like, nine to five, if I'm making something personal, it's definitely, like, an extension of myself. It's, like, a view to the the inside of my brain. Yeah. Um, And that's how I see it, like, personally for me. I know not every artist is like that. A lot of people don't even work on on personal artwork that Mm -hmm. are artists. I mean, I I think that's something that's rare in artists because I think a lot of people use it as an outlet. But I definitely think that um, there are some artists out there who who don't who don't put art as like an extension of themselves. They are just making stuff just to make stuff. Um, yeah. But for that for that reason, I tend to not separate them, and that's just my personal opinion. Like I. If, if somebody, because I know my boyfriend, he always says that we should definitely separate art from the artists. And I know a lot of people who feel that way, but I also know a lot of people who are like, well, how can I support this person who's making these things? And like, yeah, the things they're making are really cool, but they, you know, are a pedophile. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. How am I <laughs> are you separating yeah. Hitler's art from Hitler? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's hard to support someone when you, when you know oh like and everybody makes mistakes like nobody's perfect but when you consistently are just a horrible person and Mm -hmm. you repeat the same cycle over and over and over again like as we'll see with Picasso because I literally have a timeline where he does the same thing over and over and over again um it, it kind of just brings up the question like should we separate art from the artist and I just I just wanted to bring that up so just like as you're as you're listening to this just keep this in your head because uh not a lot of this is about the art. It's about the artist. A lot of what I what I research. Some of it is about the art, but most of it is about Picasso himself as a person and what he did. 
and the things that made Picasso Picasso. So um, so I'm just going to start, before I get into the timeline, I'm just going to start with some of the people that were in his life. A lot of them wrote books about him. He made an impact. Dude was alive for 90 years. Oh <laughs> so yeah, he died at 90. This dude lived a, a crisp, <laughs> long life. <laughs> so um, a lot of people, he impacted a lot of people. He was around. Mm-hmm. And like, not only around, like, everybody knew this guy, like he was around like for a long time, too. So uh, his granddaughter actually wrote a book called Picasso, My Grandfather this is a very creative title. Oh, yeah. Uh, and this is just a quote from her book. Uh, his brilliant of war of war. I, I, he, he lived in France for a period, a lot of. Oh, another thing. I'm going to butcher a lot of these names. They're all French. <laughs> um, but yeah, his brilliant of war demanded human sacrifices. And she also said he drove everyone who got near him into despair and engulfed them in despair. So that's something that wow. uh, his granddaughter, Marina Picasso, said. Um, now, I don't know about you, Um I don't think I would say that about my grandfather. Unless <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> he did something horrible. Um, but yeah, yeah she, in her book, Picasso, My Grandfather, she talks about like how time and time again, uh, you know, her, her family, when she was growing up uh, as a kid, um, her family was really impoverished. A lot of his children like did not do as well as Picasso did because obviously even when he was alive and that's another rare thing because most artists like they die and everybody was like, wow, this great person after. But Picasso was like famous when he was alive. Like he was he was really a, the and still is like one of the most renowned artists like ever. His art, the most expensive. I think the top like three paintings I could be wrong it's definitely the top two but even possibly like the top three four or five paintings like the most expensive paintings ever sold were his um yeah he's just like when people think like uh name name a famous artist like most of the time people just say Picasso because he he really is like genuinely the most famous artist Mm -hmm. that there ever was um But yeah, even in her book, she wrote about how her family was impoverished and, you know, her um, father would go to Picasso and ask for money. And Picasso obviously had money. Like, oh, yeah, his his art was selling for like a ton of money. Like this dude had money. Mm -hmm. And she said she like remembered her and like her brothers and sisters sitting on the floor, just like watching Picasso eat in front of them and them starving and him not. giving them anything yeah (laughs) what a guy (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah he wrote and like she's the first person in his family to come out and say bad things about him so like just keep that in mind she's the only person to like come out and be like yay like he wasn't that great but Mm -hmm. again his uh children inherited a lot of his artwork and sold it for a ton of money so after he died uh which was like quite some time after they had been around but like after mm-hmm. he died when they inherited all those paintings like of course you're not going to say anything bad you know what i mean but yeah. she was like 
she was the first person to come out and be like this dude was a jerk like we don't we don't stand picasso like i know he was my grandfather but i don't like that man hey good for her uh uh, but yeah uh i could be pronouncing this way wrong but francios gilo I think it's French. I'm not sure. <laughs> she, she's one of his, uh, had one of his mistresses. Um, he had many mistresses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she wrote another book called Life with Picasso, and she didn't really paint him in the best light either. Um, Good pun. Ariana, <laughs> yeah. Ariana Stassing Paulos uh, portrayed him as a misogynist in her book, Picasso, uh, Creator and Destroyer. So um, that's another really, really popular thing that people refer to him as a misogynist. Um, there's a lot of, of things that he said that's like, ah, we women, am I right? Useless. And people are like, oh, <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah, Picasso, whatever you, say, whatever you say, dude. And he's just like, yeah, I hate those, those things. And it's like, oh, geez, okay. No. But yeah, uh, a, he's like a renowned misogynist. Like he was, that's something that he was known for. And I don't know why people just brushed it off. I guess it was a different time. But people mm-hmm. really kind of just were like, oh, okay. He hates women. That's fine. He makes good paintings. But um, <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people in his life who knew him personally wrote books about him. I, I'm going to assume to mostly to make money because you know if you write a book about picasso and how you knew him personally it's gonna sell for sure um but yeah he had a lot of a lot of books written about him and what a horrible person he was i mean there was also a lot of books written about how great he was and how he was this great person but i mean few and few and far between (laughs) so now I'll go ahead and get into the timeline. So he was born in 1881, October 25th. Um, so I would just like to point out here that he was a, a Scorpio man. And I, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna delve into that any further. I'm just gonna leave it. At, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Uh, if anybody knows anything, if you don't know anything about astrology, then you that can go over your head and like whatever. But if you do know anything about astrology, uh, I I would just like the record to show he is a Scorpio man. Thank okay. you. I appreciate that you uh you you kept that in. <laughs> well. You know, I just, it's, it needs to be said. <laughs> so, um, so 1881, he was born. Um, and as he was growing up, his father was actually a painter too. He was an art teacher. And it has been noted that uh, he saw his son, like he taught him art. And he actually like quit doing art because he saw how talented and gifted Picasso was. And he was like, oh, could never be me. And he like quit. Wow. <laughs> like, what? Who? <laughs> I don't know if Picasso had anything to do with that. That just could be his own personal issues and him being like, my own son is better than me. I, I could die. Like that kind of thing. I don't know if it was like that or if it was like, how dramatic uh, of him. Yeah. Wow. I don't I, I have no clue if it was his his father, like in his own head, like, man, if my son's better than me, then like there's no point in me continuing <laughs> to 
this. I'm not going to get any better. I'm, I'm old. I don't know if it was like that or if it was like Picasso was like, Hey, Hey, you notice how like I'm better than you now. And, and I'm like 17 and you're like old. And he was probably like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to quit. Yeah. So he, you know, went to art school, did all that. Uh, 1901 to 1904 was his blue period. In my opinion, that's his only decent period. I agree. That's my personal opinion. I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> we have similar taste in art, though. I do. Yeah, we, we have a much, very much similar taste in artwork. Um, I'm not a big fan of, of cubism. Um, but I do know a lot of people who think that he was a genius and that he was a great artist, so that really like him. And that's perfectly fine. I'm not trying to change your opinion about his artwork. Um, but in my opinion, I think his blue period was the best. I get the most, like, feelings out of it. And mm -hmm. a lot of times, too, when I look at artists, like, beginning work, like, from when they were younger, I don't know why. It might be because I'm a young person myself, but I tend to, like, gravitate towards that. Um, but yeah, 1901 to 1904 was his blue period. And then in 1908, he uh, invents cubism. Uh, not my favorite. <laughs> um, and like the concept of it, when you hear the definition of cubism is kind of cool. Like seeing one thing from multiple angles all at the same time. Like it sounds cool. I personally just don't like how it looks and that's just yeah. my that's just my personal opinion I know a lot of people really like it and like that's cool you do you I I'm just not a fan personally um so 10 years later he marries Olga uh oh god I'm gonna butcher this Olga <laughs> Kaklova C-H-O-K-L-O-V-A that's her last name I'm just gonna call her Olga because I can pronounce Olga so uh, that's his first wife, Olga. And then in 1921, so three years later, uh, she gives birth uh, to her first son and his first son, Apollo. And Apollo is also the father of Marina Picasso. And it's also well noted that uh, Apollo, he was really abusive towards Apollo. And I, I, I honestly, I gotta like, this is just speculation. I don't know Picasso. I never, I never met the guy. He died before I was born. But um, a lot of sources do say that uh, Picasso was abusive to Paolo. And I'm kind of thinking that that might be because he just hates Olga. But I don't know that for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so he, in 1921, has his first son, Paolo. And then six years later... In 1927, he meets 17-year-old Marie-Therese Walter, and they begin to have an affair. Hmm. Um, so keep in mind, 1927, he was born in 1981. So he's like, what, like almost 50? Is that yeah. math right? Almost, almost 50 years old. And he's having an affair with a 17-year-old girl uh, only six years after his first son was born with his first wow. wife. Wow. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Not a good look. No. Really, I think that's like, especially, I mean, like, I know, like, in a lot of cases, age gaps are fine, 
she's 17 and he is almost 50 years old. That sounds like kind of predatory to me. Yeah. <laughs> Just cuz she's a minor. I don't I I don't know what the laws were at this time, but when I was 17, I had no brain so <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame her <laughs> and I'm just gonna all relate to that <laughs> yeah yeah definitely I'm just gonna leave it at a at that because I that that makes me uncomfy <laughs> yeah. but yeah so uh he knocks her up uh like in 1935 so that was like a few years later about mm. eight years later so almost 10 years later he knocks her up uh and then you know she gives birth to maya her first daughter and olga finds out and she takes paulo and leaves him uh but they're still married they never they never divorce they're still oh. technically together but they're not together she left she took paulo and she didn't talk to him there wasn't any communication there that i'm aware mm -hmm. of but um yeah she when she found out after you know they kept it a secret for quite a while like eight years and then he you know he knocks her up and she gets pregnant but um they kept it a secret for some some time. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I yeah, uncomfy, uncomfy. So <laughs> she gives birth in 1935 to her first child. Two years later, boom, next mistress, Dora Mar. Now, Dora Mar, um, a lot of people know her name because uh, a lot of people might not know from just hearing the name, but you can do a quick search for it. Uh, Picasso did like a series of paintings on the weeping woman. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the weeping woman is this Dora Mar. That's her. They're, they're paintings of her. Uh, she was like his muse for painting the weeping woman. She must've been a, a real sad lady. Yeah. I, yeah. I, don't know I don't really know her like that but um a thing to point out is that she was actually a photographer when they met so you know Picasso is like all up in the art scene and she was a photographer and then that's how they met um but Picasso had like a very very low view of photographers he did not like them. He thought that they were inferior to painters. And he said like things like, oh, photographers are just, you know, like painters who can't paint <laughs> is essentially. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's essentially what he would say about photographers. So he kind of I, I would say, like, he kind of convinced her um, to stop doing photography, which is, like, a real shame because she was kind of getting famous for her photography, and that's why they met. She was, like, a really popular photographer at the time, and he kind of, like, coaxed her into being like, no, you should you should be a painter. Painters are, painters are where it's at. We don't like photographers. Uh, they're not talented. 
and she was just kind of like, oh, okay, like Picasso's telling me this, so it must be true. Da, 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 da. And like she she went into painting. So, and I just kind of want to point out this is the same type of situation as his father stopping creating uh because you know because of picasso and now this and it could have happened more times but this is like the second notable time where he's kind of gone and been like hey i know like this is your craft and like you're creating something but like wouldn't it be better if you did this instead and like you know obviously like a photographer is not a painter they're they're definitely like there isn't in my opinion one isn't better than the other in my opinion but if you are a photographer and that is like that's what makes you happy is to do photography and you create photography and that is your medium that you like to use and somebody coaxes you into doing painting it's not going to be the same no yeah especially if you've been doing photography your whole life and now suddenly somebody is like no you need to do painting it it's not the same painting is very different from photography there's different like knowledge associated with it and I don't like that it it seems like Picasso's just bullying people out of their artwork yeah I mean the fact that I mean like I know one of them was his father and that one nothing I found was very specific like Picasso like made fun of him and bullied him until he stopped drawing Mm -hmm. but um nothing like that is what I found but the fact that now he's had two people who were passionate about something in his life and he's kind of like steered them away from that just makes me uncomfy yeah (laughs) like it just makes me I just don't I don't like that if I met somebody and like even if I thought what they were doing like wasn't my cup of tea I would never be like you really should stop and do something else like this is not it (laughs) like this is not I would never say that I would never say that to someone I mean I would definitely if I thought I could help I would definitely be like hey like I I know you do photography but maybe if you incorporated this into your work maybe people would like that like I I'm all for giving people pointers and tips but like if you're straight up telling somebody like what you're doing is not the move and do something else yeah that makes me mad I don't like that (laughs) at all yeah um but yeah uh so that was this all kind of went down 1936 when he met Dora Mar and that was when he first met her uh, 1937, this is the only, like, positive thing that I found about him. Uh, Hitler came out and was, like, roasting Picasso, <laughs> <laughs> roasting Picasso and calling his art degenerate because he was, like, a jealous man. Because, you know, Hitler was trying to be an artist and, like, yeah. didn't get accepted into art school. He was like, man, Picasso's not even good. I don't even like Picasso. <laughs> And and he like publicly came out and declared Picasso's art degenerate. And I'm pretty sure because you know how around uh, this time, like when World War Two was was happening, uh, they like did a ban on art and stuff like that. I I think I think he was just like, 
okay anybody who's better than me gotta go <laughs> but yeah. it's me but that's the only thing that i've found that's like okay picasso you did that's a good one nice <laughs> that's the only <laughs> thing i found that i like felt that way about mm-hmm. so uh continuing on the timeline uh picasso and dora mar rent an apartment together so they move in together uh so this is like another serious mistress like obviously she's serious because she was the weeping woman um but yeah uh arguably the most popular like series of works that he's ever done is the weeping woman so Mm -hmm. she's really cool uh then in 1943 he meets his next mistress and these are all mistresses because oh my god (laughs) another one (laughs) Yeah, these are all mistresses, too, because he's still married to Olga, keep in mind. It's been, like, 20 years, and he's still, yeah. Uh, So he meets his next mistress, and her name is Francios Gilo, and I mentioned her earlier. She's one of the people that rented, or that wrote the book uh, about Picasso and how living with him was not the move, which, I mean, like, he's a man. I mean, (laughs) it's... (laughs) <laughs> probably not gonna be great i don't know specifically what she said i i don't have the book so i couldn't pull specific quotes from it the only one that i got quotes from was the one written by marina picasso uh about her grandfather but i couldn't find any quotes on hers but people have like sort of highlighted that she states like how picasso was kind of like misogynistic and you know, wanted her to do woman things, which I think a lot of people in that time period, especially somebody as old and crusty as Picasso dating women that because all, all these women, by the way, that I mentioned so far, are all like a lot younger than him. The youngest, the youngest woman was um, Marie Therese Walter at 17. But mm-hmm. all these other women, I don't think a single one of them was older than 30. Like they they were all very young compared Ooh. to him. He he's just a crusty old man who liked women that were younger than him. Um, thankfully, nothing younger than seventeen. Thank God. But I mean, even <laughs> that seventeen is bad enough. But oh, yeah. like, but um, a lot of them were like in their mid to late twenties, which is not. I I don't. That's fine. You're uh, if you're twenty nine, like you're an adult. You can do what you want. I don't care. But mm-hmm. 17, I'm kind of like, no, <laughs> you're not developed like, <laughs> mentally. I don't know if that's like a decision that you should be making. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he he meets her in 1943 and then moves in with her in 1946. And then in 1947, she gives birth to her first child, Claude. And then two years later, she gives birth to Paloma her second child um and those are both picassos obviously his kids too so i think he's on kid number four yeah four so we have his first son paulo second daughter maya and then fourth and fifth are claude and paloma Mm -hmm. all from these different women uh, and I've noticed a trend. After he knocks them up, he usually leaves like a couple years later. Oh, so that was for 1947 and 1949 uh, is when those children were born. And then in 1953, 
he meets his next mistress, uh, Jacqueline Roke. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name right. Uh, so, and this is another thing. So I did write her age at the time when they met. So in 1953, uh, when he met her, she was 26 years old and he was 72 years old. Ooh. So, yeah. Oh, no. As somebody who's getting like pretty close to 26, I <laughs> could not, <laughs> I could not imagine like get like dating somebody who was 72 Mm-mm. that's not cute who <laughs> could literally be her grandfather oh no and like i know she probably didn't think of it that way but i wouldn't uh I, i'm not gonna say anything about it because i know some people do that and it works out for them i I I can't imagine. I can't imagine it. I just can't. Like for me personally, I can't. But it just I don't know. I feel like a lot of it too is that he was this great artist, like quote unquote great artist. Uh, and he could just pull twenty year old women in his seventies, and it was it was like easy for him to do. I guess so. I I guess that's why he did it. I don't know. I don't know what goes on in his head. I I have no clue. <laughs> Um, so 1955, his first wife, Olga Koklova, dies. Um, and, you know, keep in mind, they've technically been married this entire time. Mm-hmm. So they got married in 1918, and she is just now dying in 1955. So they've actually been together f- together i wouldn't really say together because they haven't been together but they've been married for 37 years uh even though not together and he's also like knocked up like three women since Mm. so yeah yeah uh so then pretty much right after she dies uh picasso marries jacqueline uh in 61 and then from 1963 to 1973 uh he does like a series of paintings that are all about death so i'm i'm just gonna like come out and assume that all of his paintings are about death because of his fear of death because i if you're constantly thinking like oh my gosh I'm 80 years old. I'm I'm 85. I'm 90. I'm going to die soon for 10 years and all you paint is like death. Mm. I I'm going to have to like assume that that was because of his fear of death, but I mean it wasn't like outright stated, but I I would have to assume that. Uh and then in 1973 he finally dies at the ripe age of 90. <sighs> That's a long life. <laughs> yeah, so that's a that's a timeline of his of his life. Um, and again, a lot of people from this timeline wrote books about him, and a lot of them just like didn't paint him in the nicest light. So, yeah. Do you have any any thoughts? Um, I know you didn't know a lot about Picasso before I went through the timeline, but I tried to hit on like what I thought were his most important like actions that show his character as opposed to him as an artist. I mean, he definitely accomplished a lot 
in his life in terms of like the art world he had a lot of art on display in places that had previously only shown artists who were dead um he was like renowned as the best artist the world has ever seen um but this is more about like him as a person and like can we genuinely respect his artwork after hearing this is like the kind of person that he was and like the kind of things that he said to women and the way that he like bled women dry essentially to like destroy them so that he could paint them it's just like man i can't i can't support that i can't support like if you're already in a situation where you're destroyed you know fine paint it make money off of it do well uh but to constantly just like cycle through women and like make them think that you're down for life and then like getting them pregnant and then on to the next is just i mean like you know yeah. he's a womanizer because he can be but I, I don't know. What do you? How do you feel about it? Yeah, it? It really just seemed like he was just passing the women around. Like he was just going from lady to lady and just leaving them. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I don't necessarily see. And like, I don't like Picasso's art. I'm not a huge fan. I and this might be like a like a down like this might be a fault of mine because he is renowned as the greatest artist of all time but personally I'm just not a huge fan of a lot of his art um I think that I I just have a very specific taste is what I think that that is but as a person I just think that he was like very selfish yeah to, to do this to people for his art and I, I think art's important, but I also think, like, we can't use people and destroy them in order to make art out of them. Like, for example, Dora Maar, uh, the the weeping woman. I can't even imagine, like, for, to paint a series on someone called the weeping woman, like, he literally immortalized her as, like, this depressed being and I can't even imagine if somebody as famous as Picasso like did that to me I I would be pissed you know like for sure I would not I yeah I don't know how you feel about that but that's just kind of where I'm at with it because oh man I I just am not a fan of him (laughs) Yeah, I wonder, like, I wonder what the interactions were like between him and, what was her name? Dora? Dora Mar, Mar. yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing Mar right. It's M-A-A-R. Could be pronounced differently. They're all French names. I don't know. But yeah, Dora (laughs) was her first name. Yeah, I just, I really wonder what those, some of those interactions looked like, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um you know, her being a painter and a photographer and a poet, I think her being a photographer and having that kind of like stomped on in front of her by the most renowned artists in the world and like having him say, this isn't good enough, you need to do something else. And having that been her life up until that point, I think that would definitely 
destroy a person at, at least enough to to put them in the state of like being the weeping woman yeah at, at, at least until the, the paintings are over and then after you know he's done that series on her and after you know he's left her for the next woman i i can't even imagine like yeah is so it's sad it's upsetting um but yeah that's is there is there any thoughts that you have like did, um, did your view of him change after hearing you know all these things that he's done or like do you see him in like kind of a better light because when I was doing research, I had always hated this man. I thought he was like <laughs> a cradle robbing little, I, I hated him. When I was in high school, I wrote like a whole report on how much I hated him because we got assigned to write a report on him in high school and do like a piece uh, mm-hmm. to reflect like his style of artwork. And I was so mad about it. I was just like, oh man, like I hate this this guy. And I, I remember I was just writing, yeah, no, he was a cradle robbing jerk. And then I just time stamped everything and was like, boom, there you go. There's your evidence. Hate this guy. This guy sucks. <laughs> um and I just remember like doing that. But after like doing my own research on it and reading what other people have said, my thoughts haven't changed <laughs> at all. Oh, no, I, yeah. I previously i didn't know much but yeah he really sounds like a piece of work (laughs) yeah piece of work that guy (laughs) it's sad to hear about an artist who like uses other people and just kind of bleeds them dry and like destroys their life in order to create his own artwork and then just does it again and again and again and that's just what it sounds like to me you know i again i don't know picasso personally i don't i never met the dude i don't know mm-hmm. he this could all i mean this is facts you know like what i've written the timeline of like things that you've done like this is factual things that happen like you know because there's people that were born and existed and had their own kids from his affairs to, to yeah. tell you that this is what happened uh but i tried to keep it like until now like i've tried to keep my like thoughts about it like pretty pretty neutral mm-hmm. not not really I didn't do the best job but um <laughs> <laughs> but I tried to keep it neutral enough that like you could be like I, I could totally see somebody hearing this podcast episode and being like well yeah he was a womanizer and he had the right to be I mean he was Picasso and I'd be like yeah I guess but it, I, I feel I feel like it had to be deeper than that. If you spend, it, it seems like traditionally it looks like he spent about ten to fifteen years with each of these women, and I'm sure there was plenty more. Um, yeah, but these were like the most substantial ones that he was with for like longer durations of time and had children with. I also think it's kind of funny that like. He stayed married to his first wife the entire time. I get that, like, it back then that was like a, a thing that people were like, oh my gosh, you got divorced? Mm. What? Like, that was such a bad thing back then. So people would just stay married and then just do whatever the heck they wanted. Yep. He, I don't see why he would s- stay married if he was just gonna do 
<laughs> literally exactly what he did and like get with uh, all these different women yeah <laughs> and have like multiple kids with in different relationships until Olga's death I'm not sure <laughs> I'm not sure why yeah I, I have no clue well, he, yeah, I think when you have that kind of, you know, uh, that kind of money and that kind of status as an artist, I think, especially with, like, rock stars and, like, just generally celebrities get, you know, a lot of people that want to be with them. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, that definitely had something to do with it, because if he was, like, some nobody painter who wasn't mm-hmm. so recognized as being this creative genius, he definitely wouldn't have all these, like, young women like all over him even given like people knew what he was doing it wasn't a secret that he was with all these different women and a lot of artists like if if you do research on there there are a lot of artists out there who who did the same thing that Picasso did he wasn't like he might have been the first I don't think he was the first he's probably not the first definitely not but definitely not uh there are a lot of artists who do that where they'll you know go out especially uh male artists because you know if a female were to do the same thing they would not get away with that but no. were, uh, <laughs> not in that time not in that time I feel like people could do it today like women could be like artists today and and mm-hmm. do exactly what Picasso did and people would be like yes queen slay but like yeah. <laughs> like back in in the time when he was around like in the early to late 1900s or later 1900s um back when his art was most popular i don't think like a woman artist would have gotten away with doing that i think no. people people would not let her hear the end of it if that is what she was doing um but i know for a fact that there are a lot of famous artists who do that i know um there was an episode of a show called i zombie <laughs> where there was like a famous artist who just had all these like mistresses and like he had his wife but like he had like all these girlfriends on the side too and people were just like oh yeah that's just like artists artists just do that and it's just like yeah yeah we all all artists totally just like use people and like upset them to the point where they're like yeah no not cool (laughs) (laughs) they i don't know it's like a it's like a running stigma and i think that's another he kind of, I feel like he set it up too for for other mm-hmm. artists um, to be that way. But he was definitely like being that he is so recognized and so famous. I think that he definitely like set that up for other artists to go ahead and do the same thing and yeah. totally like get away with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think that wraps it up. Um, So thank you for listening to the very first episode of ArtWise. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, Next week, we will be talking to a guest artist. Her name is Olive. Uh, She works on comics and stuff like that. And she's going to be talking about um, her reasons for dropping out of art school. And we're going to do a little interview like just to get her thoughts and how she feels about the industry and her reasons for dropping out halfway through her 
you know, art school experience. So uh, that'll be next week. Um, but until then, that was the first episode. Uh, and thank you for listening. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye.